Oh, well, I guess they're all rascals who enjoy punishment now. Woof. Anyway, welcome to the annual Jordos Bizarre Podcast Romance episode. Hooray! Apparently we never planned these for Valentine's Day, but whatever, so be it. Here we are. Um, Before we get into the episode, though, I just want to make a quick scheduling announcement. Uh, We took a holiday break, and mostly for mental health and schedules and timeframes, etc., we took K-On off of our regular schedule, and we're moving everything back a couple weeks. Just roughly. Uh, I'm sure we'll be making tweaks here and there, but kind of bear with us. We're just two guys. But without further ado, welcome to Rascal Does Not Dream of Bunny Girl Senpai! Hooray, that was probably a good good enough gap to edit in intro music, sure. Yeah. Oh, one more quick thing. Uh, we won't be talking about stuff we've been watching lately, because we're including another episode, not to replace K-On, but just something to kind of do our year in review of anime, and kind of talk about the podcast, and even JRPGs to a degree? I don't know, we're gonna have an otaku okay. chat. Yeah, I don't know, it's not. it's nothing formal, but it's coming up. Should actually release very close to this one because it's not on the schedule, so just whenever we get it out. But yeah. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, let's go. Can you guys tell it's been a minute since we recorded? Yeah, it's been a minute. I'm I'm tired. We're tired. It's 2022 now. Yeah. Everything's up in the air. But let's go. Let's, Let's go. So Rascal originally aired in fall of 2018. Done airing, I'm sure everybody knows that by now, but it's based on the ongoing light novel, I believe, of the same name. I put that in my show notes, but I didn't actually look into it. Yes, uh, the exact same name. Okay. Does I figured it's usually... Which, let's be honest, is probably the stupidest anime name out there. It's such a light novel name. It's, it's such, such a light, a light novel, novel name. name. Like, I'm not even mad about it. It's just, it's... Like, okay, truth be told, like, I remember when 4.2018 was running around, right? And I saw, like, oh, the other show that's not coming out, right? I saw Rascal Does Not Believe in Bunny Girl Senpai. I was like, man, that's a very fucking stupid name. I'm not watching that show. I watched it. And here we are. Here we are. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's, like, like light novels always, like, throw me for a loop like that. Because I'm like, these are, these are the dumbest, dumbest freaking names on the planet. And I'm just never interested. But then they turn out to be, like, pretty good, so. Pretty good. But yeah, uh, okay, you have to give me a second. I'm going to try using different headphones, because I don't know if it's... For everyone on the Patriots part, we found out what's making the weird scratchy noise. It's the cute doggo, Gus. It's the, the annoying doggo, Gus, who's obsessed with me and won't go bother his dang mom. So he just wants... He just wants... I don't know what he wants. He wants so love and lunch. If if you hear more scratching, we apologize. It's the doggo. It's it's Gus. There's cute pictures of him in the Discord, which is in the link. Or which is in the description. The link is in the description. There we go. I did it. But anyway, back to the actual sh- show. Uh, so yeah, Rascal does not believe in Bunny Girl Senpai. It was animated by Cloverworks Studios based on the original light novel of the same name written by Hajima Komishadi, who, if you know, might has also written The Pet Girl of Sakurasi. Which is also a anime which I thoroughly enjoyed, but do not remember at all. Oh yeah, that's uh, that's the one you were mentioning, hey, where it's like the best anime you won't remember. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> I'll have to give that one a go soon. Let's go. Uh, first impressions. Yeah. You go first. Oh, hang on. I was gonna say some of the other stuff that Cloverworks did because I like to okay. I like to kind of talk about some of the other things they do. Okay, why did Cloverworks also do? Um, they also did Darling in the Franks, apparently, along with A One Pictures. Did they? No, no. Darling in the oh. Franks was mostly A1 Pictures and what's that studio? And, uh, and a little Cloverworks, Works, apparently. Probably like it's a, outsourced some like episodes, but no. Darling in the Franks maybe. was mostly A1 Pictures and Studio Trigger. It says A1 Pictures Trigger Cloverworks. So That's all three weird. of them got credit for it. So surprisingly. Um, they also did Wonder Egg Priority. <sighs> I know I you have feelings about that. Yeah. Uh, they did the Fate Grand Order. 
anime, I guess, apparently. Yeah, they did figure out the window. Yeah, Persona 5, the anime. Uh, I have feelings about that. Yeah, they got a new one coming out, Soto Bisuke Do, Do Wakoi Wosuru, which actually I looked into for the 2022 winter episode, which is about a doll maker who gets noticed by a popular girl. So oh, kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one. Kind bet. of interesting. Honestly, yeah. honestly, honestly, I, I'm going to call this now. When the draft pick comes around, it's going to be, I wonder which team's getting that one. That's a good key. I'm sure someone's taking it. It sounds kind of fun. Well, I know, like, Adnas wants it. I want it on my, for my team, so I, it's going to be interesting to see. Yeah, it's on my short list. Uh, they also did the, like, one of the Phoenix Wright animes. Yeah. They also did I'm The Promised s- Netherland. True. I did see that. I'm not familiar with that one. Uh, I think that's about it for the most part, but I mean, they've got some, like, for, for a studio I'm not super familiar with, they've got some, like, pretty good names under their belt, I guess. Yeah, some decent shows. Yeah. yeah. Fairytale Final Series, also, apparently. That's another A1 Pictures. I gotta imagine that A1 Pictures just kind of contracts them out. Yeah, like, I think they just give them, like, some episodes to do. Like, here, can you do this episode for us, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they've got, like, a fairly, like, realistic, like, art style, so I feel like it's not hard to adapt to, like, something less realistic and more, like, cartoonish anime-y, if that makes sense, but, I mean, I'm kind of guessing. It's all guess game. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, first impressions, I thought this was gonna hurt me, because the content warnings for Netflix were Suicide. Yeah, and I can't remember what else, but that one was the one that scared me. So I, I, I remember asking at least like two or three times if this is going to be like, stop it, dog. <laughs> okay, uh, I need actually a second. I got to push this dog off on Lex. Okay, just for a little bit. Can you hear the dog in the background chewing his fucking toy? So I was very concerned about this show because. Netflix's like only warning was like nudity and nudity. suicide. So I and the animation style was not like super close to your lion April, but like close enough. Thank you, Gus. Thank you. I love my dog, but he makes it very hard to exist. Yeah. To put it lightly. But yeah, I got really concerned that this show is going to be like something that hurts me, like your line April. And in the first few episodes, it didn't really allude to it by any means, but it had kind of a slowish start. Yeah, like I won't go super hard into it, but I didn't get hooked at the end, and I didn't get hooked at the beginning. It was really like the the meat of the whole episode or of the whole series that really kept me in it, if that makes sense. Which is really abnormal, but. Okay. Yeah. Do you remember your first impressions? I know you've seen this one before, so. Yeah. Uh, the first time I watched this, I remember saying, I was like, well, that's a very stupid name. But it was also around the time when I was like, let me just give random shows a chance, right? And, mm-hmm. like, I remember watching the first episode and just getting this, like, really cool. I think it's, like, the dialogue that caught me. Right. Like, the way my and, um, what's his name, talk to each other. Uh, my and Sakota. They don't Sakota. say his name a lot. Sakata. Is it Sakota? As- Asu. Asahaga. Or how do you pronounce Asuaga. it? Yeah, right. like the way that the two of them talk to each other, it just like caught me because it was like very playful banter. It was like kind of fun and lighthearted. Mm-hmm. And like that kind of like got me in and got me hooked. And like just like overall, like I think what really sold me as a first impressions was like. The first arc's kind of done in the first few episodes. Yeah. And that was kind of weird. I just feel like, like when I first watched it, I found this was just like a standard rom-com anime, right? Mm-hmm. And like for it to just be kind of all wrapped up in the first few episodes was something different. I was not expecting that at all. It's like, I remember that just took me by surprise and I kind of like enjoyed that. And like, I remember the, just like thinking of it like the first time. It was just like, the, it was like very much like this is, very different from what I'm expecting. Like, yeah. Yeah, I didn't realize this was a romance initially. I didn't really know what I was walking into. 
But, I mean, I guess there's a lot to Rascal that, I mean, they don't touch on a lot, but they use consistently. I'm kind of looking over the genres on my anime list, and, I mean, comedy, drama, romance, supernatural. Like, romance, yeah, obviously, that's all over the place. Comedy, I mean, it was funny, but it was, like, very dry, like, dry humor, which I kind of enjoyed. The drama I understand and the supernatural I understand, but they don't really say a lot about the supernatural. It's just I, kind of there. The, I mean, they don't say a lot. <laughs> yeah, they just do it. They just seem to yeah. like, they're like, oh, okay, like, here's, like, puberty syndrome. Like, this is what's happening with it. It's like, oh, yeah. okay, cool. Like, this is everything that's happening, you know what I mean? And, like, yeah, I get what you mean by that. It's very much in the... In that kind of vein, where it's just like, this is the puberty syndrome. How does it work? It just works. This is the supernatural aspect of the show. Just, just roll with you just it. Have to, you know? Yeah. You just have to figure it out. Yeah. And and I, I, kind of I, I liked it. Yeah, I liked like, the way they did it. It's, it's kind of, it felt very like, they don't know what's going on. So, and like, they don't have an answer for it. And like, they're having like this best guesses and trying to infer what's going on, right? Trying mm-hmm. to put science to it, but like you know, that's not how it works, right? It's kind of like made it seem like really cool, because like I don't know, that was just my take. Yeah, I just I, I like that there was not a lot of lead up to the like supernatural aspects of the show. Yeah, I think that made it more interesting. I think that made it it did like it gave did. it a bit of an air of mystery in a very good way. So I was I was impressed. I liked it. It was good. It, it it really helped, like because like they would, they would hint at like oh this might be what's causing all these supernatural elements to happen, but we don't really think that's the cause cause itself, right? So like that mm-hmm. made it seem better, you know. It's like oh why is my senpai disappearing? Well, she doesn't want to be noticed by the people at the school or something like that. It's like manifesting and like everyone not being able to see her. That was cool, right? You got mm-hmm. the little sister who's jealous of the big sister and wants and is tired of people always comparing them alike, right? You know, in it, it very, lot, very high school centric problems. Very I mean, high school centric, yeah. It's and I think it's like it's also stuff that everyone's probably gone through at some point or another, mm-hmm. right? And it's just like it's really deep and it's like understanding. You've got. Well, I'll break that more down in, like, when you talk about, like, some yeah. like, girls and, like, all that stuff, right? But, like, you know what time it is. Oh, baby, is it quick take time? The weeaboo quick takes. Let's go. Weeaboo quick takes. All right, who's your best boy? Sakura. Or Sakata, however the pronounce his name. It's, yeah, it's got to be Sakata. Like, yeah. like, I mean, Kanemi was cool, but, Kanemi I mean, he doesn't appear enough. He's, a, he's such a bro, but he doesn't appear enough. But, like... You can't take away from how great of a person that's like how I is, right? Yeah. It's just yeah. such a he, great person. He's very giving. Yeah. I liked him. Super cool. Uh, best girl. My. My? Yeah. I have a hard time deciding. I really liked uh Rio Futaba. Yeah? Yeah. She was she was the best. She ruled. She was like, I made coffee in a beaker. That was, sick. <laughs> that was so sick. That's I noticed that, amazing. and I was like, "Why am I going to remember that forever?" Because <laughs> it's memorable. It's 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 great. She it's, and and her arc was also very good. It was. This is extremely good because it, it was like a big like self doubt arc, which is something I mean I struggle with a lot of the times as yeah. a creative. So I was like, "Ooh, I really like this one." Yeah. Uh, op slash ed. What'd you think? Uh, the, the OP is actually really good. It's one of the, it's like, like, for the first time, I'm not even going to talk about, like, the visuals. The visuals are, like, really good, right? But it has to be the <clears> song <throat> itself that, Kimi no se, Kimi no se. It grew on me. It's like, it's super yeah. heavy, super catchy, everything is right? ED. Okay, this is going to catch you by surprise, because I know you skip the ED every single time. Wow. wow. Did you watch every single ED? No, because it's on Netflix, so it just skipped it automatically and I couldn't be bothered. Okay, so the ED, each girl, each voice actress sang the ED for the specific art. So my really? voice actress sang the ED for the first three episodes, then it becomes, uh, who's the second girl? Is it Futaba? No. Um, no, no, um, Tomo. Tomo Koga. Koga. So Tomoe, Tomoe Koga. 
Yeah, so it's, it goes my sings the first three episodes, then the next arc is sung by Koga, then the next arc is sung by Ryo, uh, then Nadoko, and then finally, um, Kaides. Kaide. Yeah. So yeah, that's why that's I, cool. That's because really of cool. that. I like yeah. that. Yeah, you, you didn't see that coming. So that's like no, one of the most memorable things about the ED. And you have to go back and watch the. Yeah, even in the just, ED, right? The ED, like the girl who's walking on the beach, changes depending on the arc. The girl who's oh okay, that's cool. Yeah. I like when they do stuff like that. Like it's it's I'd imagine like a lot more work than it's probably worth in terms of like how much work animation is. But I mean, if you just have to switch a model, which is also unlikely, but I'm probably oversimplifying it. But yeah. it's and it's always nice when those little bits of like care kind of shine. And they also have to record different songs every single time. Full. I mean, if it's the same song, just different voice actors, not yeah. the end and of still, the world. I, mean, I, I gotta imagine, yeah, I gotta imagine those voice actors are far more expensive than a regular one, but still. Yeah. So yeah. Oh, that's cool. I didn't realize that. I'll have to go back and watch those. Yeah, it's good. So yeah, that is the thing, right? But now, instead of happy talk, let's talk about self-doubt and depression and the Oh, you don't stuff. want to talk about the art style or the animation? Okay, the art style. Um, the animation, I think, like, middle of the road, it's, it's very, it's good. It's fine. It's finely, no, it's it's a slice of life mystery drama. It doesn't need to be blow me away, like, Mob Psycho mm-hmm. slash Tag on Titan animation style, right? The art style itself, right, the design, all that stuff, I really enjoy, right? Every single character is memorable. They all have, like, unique style, and, like, you look at the character designs that fit the characters. I like when... Okay, so I gotta... I, I'm gonna pre- preface this opinion with, like, detail... I like when anime has characters with wacky hair that helps you remember that character with wacky hair. Easiest thing to change, most reasonable thing to change, easiest way to remember. It's fun. Mm. It's awesome. But I did like that every character in this show had normal like hair and like a very realism-based design, but I could still remember all of them without any problem. Yeah. And I mean, that's... Partially, like, it helps that I'm getting more into anime, so it's easier for me to remember characters like that. But if you have, like, there's some shows where there's a whole bunch of characters that all look very human and very, maybe not cookie cutter, but, like, like very heavily based in, like, realism. And I have a hard time following the characters. But this show is very good about having a small, very strong, very unique cast. Both in terms of, like, characters themselves and as well in, like, designs. Yeah. Like, the closest I think you get is Sakuta to Yuma. But even then, they look, like, distinct enough that you shouldn't have a problem. Like, when you see them, like, that's, okay, that's Sakuta, that's Yuma, you know what I mean? And, like, I think one of the best ways, like, you could see even, um, like, that whole design thing where it's, like, the unique way you can tell it is, like, you could see the difference between, um... Ponytail, Rio, and Rio with glasses. Yes. Right? Yes. And that's an easy distinction to make, but, but at like, the same time, it's oh, oh, um, a good touch. We're going through squares at this point, so if you've watched it, you've watched it. You can look at, like, my... When you can look at the difference between my, my, and Nadoka as my. I didn't actually notice that many differences. Oh, you didn't? I could, you could tell. No. Like, the parts when, like, Naruka had to pretend to be for my, like, being in, like, public, right? Versus when it, it was just her and, like, Sakuta, or, like, when my had to be Naruka. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that I could tell. I could tell, like, the, I thought there was, like, physical differences, but, like, the way no, the characters no, no, like, acted. It's the way the characters acted. Like, that's. Yeah, no, that I like, definitely saw a little bit more. Yeah. Oh, you can even look at uh, yet again most most spoilers. Uh, I don't know how we distinct this. The Kai little sister Kai Day and Kai Day. Oh, that, I mean that one was pretty have like goofy because they just kind of leaned into yeah pandas. <laughs> the lady of the pandas that said it was so cute. Yeah, I was wondering what the deal was with Kai Day initially, just because I mean she didn't act normal. It, By any means. When you find out at the end, it was actually like, 
it was kind of sad and sweet. And- it was really sad. Like, like Sakta really leaned into being a good older brother and role model yeah. for effectively like puberty syndrome, Kaide. Mammy was confused. Side yeah. Kaede, who's just like, it was so weird. I loved it. It was great. It was really well done. Cause they really showed him hurting when he's like, it, it was like he lost his sister again. Yeah. And like, I kind of get it or it's the first time. Cause I think it was, that's why he got this. Or no, he got the scratches first. I okay, so um, I, I guess we'll work in this order. We'll start like I wanted to save Kaida for last because Kaida is probably one. We can come it. back to it. No, no, we already started this, right? Like, That's fair. Okay, response of it. So, uh, with Kaida's puberty syndrome, it's Kaida was bullied in high school, right? And her, oh, was he bullied? No, she did not respond. Middle to school, people. I think. In middle school, she did not respond to people's messages. People would talk behind her back. She'd see them or like they'll openly insult her, and that resulted in her receiving wounds across her body, right? Mm-hmm. Now, uh, Sagata developed his puberty syndrome because. It was his manifestation that he could he could not protect his own little sister from the abuse, right? Yeah. So he, he kind of like in the way he manifested it, he wanted to take on that pain for himself, right? So that resulted in him getting cut up, right? And it's like why it's such a big deal, like when um, it's why it's such a big deal when Mai comes back and finds out that Sakata didn't tell how about the pain he's going through why she made a big deal of it right because mm-hmm. like Sakata throughout the show has showing like he's this um he always wants people he doesn't want to rely on people he always wants people to rely on him and he always takes on bigger problems than they need to be right it's like one of right. his best qualities but also his biggest flaw right because like he yeah like Oh, sorry. I was going to just kind of finish that thought and that he's kind and giving, but too kind and too giving. And too kind and too giving, in yeah. him. It results in him being inflicted in pain, right? That's how he ended up being stuck in the Lapras demon arc, right? Where he's stuck in the time loop, right? And mm-hmm. he agreed to help uh, Koga, right? Because he was like, Koga reminds him of Koga reminds him of his little sister. That's the way he sees her, Right. Right. And like this is like this uh, my third watch of the show, right? When I was watching it, and, Damn. and he and my when what did he say? My was like, oh, so you just gonna do that for like the little sister? And he's like, well, you guys gonna do that for Koga? And he, and he was like, yeah, she reminds me of uh, Kaide. Mm-hmm. And she was like, she gets it, right? Because that's what he is like. He's he's at this point, he's been shown that he he's going he's going to do so much for his little sister, right? So, like, uh, looping back to the Kaide thing, right? In the manifest, I didn't like Kaide eventually noticing that his, her big brother's always doing all this stuff for him, right? For her, right? So she's like, okay, you know what? What I'm going to do is I'm going to try to get better on my own. And she does get better. And, like, she realizes that if, um, she realizes that if she does not like achieve happiness or die like all this less right, Sagata is gonna be sad at the end. So it, she wants to complete all this stuff so Sagata is not sad when she eventually goes because she knew like this version of Kaide was not gonna be there forever, right? It was a coping mechanism developed to protect Kaide, middle school Kaide from the the pain and the torment, right? Mm-hmm. And the problem mm-hmm. is like Sakata did not pick up on that, right? That's why he was still heartbroken and destroyed at the end because he he did not realize that Kaido was happy. That's why when uh Kaido was like, oh, oh that's why when um uh Oda Shoka showed up right and confident him, he he was like, okay, it's fine. Right? But I yeah. guess that's just kind of like my like rough like understanding of it, right? So like the Kaido arc Kaido's mini arc at the very end, right? It's not about Kaido going getting over her puberty syndrome. Cause like I think Kaide, by the point Kaide started making friends and all this stuff, right? It was more like preparing Sakata to get over his puberty syndrome, right? Mm-hmm. And it was like understanding that he needs to let go of some things that he cannot help. Yeah, you know what I mean. And like when you do watch the movie, which I hope you eventually will do, right? You see that as well. Like the movie also leans heavily on that. You need to. He needs to learn how to. Be 
better at saying no sometimes. At, yeah, you need to improve at taking care of himself and not just taking care of everybody else all the time. Yeah. So, like, that's the thing with, like, that's the Kylie mini arc, right? Um, mm-hmm. I guess, like, the next one I want to talk to, I, I can talk brief. We can talk briefly about, like, the my mini, my arc as well, right? Because my is best girl. True. Like, Mai's arc is not, it's, Mai's arc is depending on the idea of, like, when she was in, when she was in middle school, she was uncomfortable with the fact that her mom essentially placed her in the spotlight and in a uh, bathing suit for people to, like, look and lay at, right? Which is yeah. the thing that happens to people, right? You've, mm-hmm. like, it's disgusting to say, but they're out there on the internet, it's just some fucking website counting down into whatever celebrity is 18 years old, right? It's kind of fucking disgusting. If you it's fucking about, gross. Yeah, it's it, weird. It, yeah, so, like, for her, it was, like, that idea, right, to put her in a, in a terrible position where she did not want to be in entertainment. She didn't want to be sexualized as a child. Completely yeah. reasonable thing. Very, very reasonable very thing reasonable. to do, right? So, like, mm-hmm. she did that, and, like, um... It then entertain. It led to her wanting to leave the entertainment industry, right? But that was the thing that she actually loved doing, right? And she went to like the hi- to high school, but in high school she has no friends because like you miss like the first part of high school, and like so it's like a big deal in Japanese high school. If, like you miss the first part, then you're like the person who doesn't fit in and all that shit, right? Yeah. So it managed- well, I mean, everybody like makes friends in their first couple months of high school. Like, I mean, it's yeah. the same here. Just- yeah. Not you're not going to be completely ostracized. Well, I don't know if like it's true in Japan that you'll be completely ostracized. Um, but, I mean, there's a saying in Japan where it's like the nail that sticks out needs to be hammered down. <laughs> Take that as you will. <laughs> Woof. Woof. So how thing manifests and how wanting to not not be seen for what she represented, like kind of thing, and it led to. The extremes of like her disappearing from people's reality, right? The whole bunny girl suit was just her testing to see if she would actually be noticed and all that, right? Mm-hmm. Why Sakata was the only person who noticed her? I think it's because Sakata is what. Well, it's because Sakata was not plugged into the entertainment industry or like the yeah. The that was another thing. Yeah, like he knows yeah. who she is. Like senpai, like knows she was in the entertainment industry, but she doesn't. He doesn't know know her like that, right? Yeah. So not like, the way that, like, the internet has kind of created her to be. Yeah. No, created her to be, right? Um, So, Mize is, like, very cute, very simple, right? Mize is probably the simplest one, but Mize also represents... I think what Mai represents to Sakata, like, Mai represents in the story, is the grounded person to bounce off Sakata, right? Because Mai mm-hmm. supports Sakata a lot, and, like, the kind of support each other a lot and like it's a very healthy relationship right and like that's probably another different thing between like that makes this show stand out right it's like in the labyrinth demon time loop episode arc right Mm -hmm. when sakata is like oh i'm going to go help this girl out right and Mai's like oh just be careful that you don't lead her own her on right yeah that's it. And, like, how many other animes have you watched where that's the kind of relationship the two main characters have, right? Yeah, that was really interesting. Like, that was, like, a very, very solid relationship in that there was, like, a lot of trust there. And, like, constantly. Like, Mai gave him so many breaks. Or if she didn't give him a break, she gave him a solution. Yeah. Like, it's, like the, that's the best part about, like, Mai and Sakura's relationship. And, like, probably the solidest part of the show is, like, they have so much trust in each other and, like, just makes it work so well, right? That's how mm-hmm. Sakura is able to help with his people, right? And, like, it just works, right? Um, right. I know Nautical's arc is, like, very straightforward. It's the little sister who's just of the older sibling. A lot of people who have like either siblings or like that overachieving like family member kind of understands how that that feels like, right? And they can go mm-hmm. from that, right? That like love but like hate kind of relationship and all that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. Um, Toma Okogo is my least of the favorite arcs because it for her it's kind of just it. I don't say it's it feels very. Like, it makes sense. Like, this is stuff that people go through and experience, right? Like, I'm not going to pretend like I didn't also want to be, like, the person who fits in and all that stuff, right? But now kind of mm-hmm. feels like the, the solution is always just to be able to talk it out and just doesn't... 
it is to talk or like be direct or be able to understand that you cannot always be there for whatever shit your friends are going through, right? Not, yeah. Don't say shit your friends are going through. That's not the right way to phrase it. Whatever is happening at the moment, it's that, that fear of missing out, that former, right? It's like that understand that you don't always have to be there, right? Mm-hmm. So because of like the resolution for Kogas is so not weak, but so easy to come across, Kogas ends up being my least favorite of the story arcs, right? I liked the Koga arc, personally. Yeah. It was... I just like that it was it was very cute, and I didn't re- I, I, for any reason I assumed that Koga was going to be part of the show more. I guess like part of me wanted like to believe that Koga was going to like yeah, like part of me wanted to believe that Koga was going to actually just take like Asus, uh, Asusagawa. That's a I'm saying that in the worst way, Asugawa. Uh, in like from my and that would be part of the like drama of the show to a degree, but like I learned like after the arc, like clearly learned that wasn't the case. But I really liked the arc; like it was cute. It was like I didn't care for Mai's arc, but I liked Tomo's. Yeah, or Tomoe. I like Koga's arc. I liked Futaba's arc. I didn't mind Nodoka's arc, but I think my favorite. Like it, 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 it does now come down to like your personal preference of like who, which characters you like and relate to the most, right? My favorite thing about the Mind Sakata arc is Mind Sakata's conversations. They're always fun to listen to. Yes, it's just they're fun. always good because there were fun banter. Yeah, and they were like dry witty again, yeah. where it's like, oh, okay, like it's not, oh, you're dummy, blah blah. Like that's not yeah close to an example, but it's not like picking fun. They're just like. Oh, you you said this, and it me like I'm taking this very literally now. Yeah, it's kind of like, uh, what is it? it when Mai's holding Sakata, and, and she's like, "Oh yeah, I bet you're having mood thoughts," and she it was like, "Oh, you're not prepared for the things I'm thinking right now." Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah, and you can see her visually blushing. And I was like, "Yeah," like she's trying to do it, and it's just like batting up with her. It's like, "Let's go." Yeah, it's like, they just keep just, like. Escalating, escalating, they keep building. Yeah, it's awesome. It's great. Like at the end of the Koga arc, when they're finally having lunch again, and Sakura's like, "Oh my, I love you," and she's like, "Well, if you keep hearing I love you after like one month, you kind of get bored of it, right? You know, small witty banter." And he's like, "Oh, okay. Well, it was nice being in a relationship with you. Time for me to move on." And I'm like, "What?" Yeah, it's just so funny. That was that was kind of unreal because it's like. I get it, like that was the plan all along, but yeah. But I like, mean, I think that was the only way to defeat, I guess, the demon or the puberty syndrome. More than likely, and it's not only defeating the puberty syndrome. Like the puberty syndrome for each person is coming to. I don't know, because like, well, the no- way that they needed to beat Koga's was that she needed to be honest with him about her feelings. No, 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 yes. No, no, no. The way they needed to defeat Koga's was she needed to be honest with herself. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Right? Like, it's one thing that, like, like she wanted to honor the agreement, but, like, yeah, yeah. I guess she had to be... She had to be honest Not with just herself. honest with... Yeah, not just honest with Sakata, but also honest with herself in regards to, like, no, I do actually love you. Like, I don't want to let this go. It's not so. even just like it's not even just like I do actually love you. It's more like I love you, but I should also accept the fact that you love someone else. Oh, okay. Maybe I was missing stuff in that conversation. Yeah. No, because he picked it up like right away when he woke up and he was like, "Okay, why the fuck am I in a time loop?" Right? And, yeah. Like he did it for like a day. Goes to Futaba and is like, "Hey, yeah, so I'm in a time loop again." And she was like, "Are you sure you're the only one in this time loop?" And he just like, okay, yeah, no, she's also in this time loop, and she knows why. She's like, she's so like when Kogo's like, oh, I love you, but it's not fair. Like, why can't we be stuck in this time loop until you love me back as well? Right. And he's like, right. Well, you know, I can't. I don't love you. I love my. Hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> okay, that makes more sense. Well, not doesn't make more sense, but that makes. Like contextually more sense. It kind of makes more sense. I think that's something with like Rascal, right? A lot of the solutions for puberty syndromes 
either come from the person having to be more honest with themselves or have to be honest with someone else, right? Mm-hmm. Like, um, I'm I'm going to save. Like, I know like Rios. I'm going to save Futabas for like last because that's my favorite arc, just because of like right. the context behind it. All right. So like my my is like she wanted to disappear and not be noticed, right? The w- solution for that was she even straight up willingly uh, let Saka for a seat just to save him, you know, the whole noble sacrifice and all that stuff, right? And mm-hmm. Saka's like, well, I'm just going to make sure everyone notices who you are, right? And, like, I I don't, like, that was probably, the, that was, like, the solution for my puberty syndrome. She just had to be noticed again. Quite yeah. really screaming, notice me, senpai, right? And, like, that's the thing. The thing with, like, the puberty syndrome, it's, it's always different or weird. And, like, there's no real, real answer, Right. Right. And like Mize was just the acceptance that people love her for her, right? Um Kaido was Kaido was just realizing she no longer needs to protect herself from the world. So she doesn't need Panda Kaido to do that protection. She, yeah, she didn't she realized that she wasn't alone in the world because I think part of what helped was that um I think it's Ryuko. Like her friend from middle school was like, I want to be your friend. Like, where what where have you been? Like, someone was worried about her, and like, not just it's not everybody really. hated her. You know, it's like there's there's more more out there than the bullying that kind of I assume consumed her. Yeah. So it wasn't Ryuko. What was the name? Whatever. He sure it was. wasn't. No, Ryuko was Mai's assistant. Oh, I didn't realize my hands. Oh, okay. But I know um, what you're talking about. I don't think her name's listed down here because she appeared for like probably like, not. She played a very minor role. Five, five minutes in the whole series, but yeah. My, Wait, is it Kano? No, like Kotomi? No, no. I'm pretty sure it is. I'm putting the link in chat. Like, I'm pretty sure this is this is her. And maybe it's her. Yeah, it is Kano. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. like she does only get like five minutes, but she technically appears in like four episodes. Yeah, but like that's the thing. Like it's that realization that there's that lots of people that actually care for her, right? There's Sakata, like by the end, right? By the end, it was Sakata Mai, Ryo, Futaba, Nadoka, mm-hmm. Shoka, Mirsu yes. Shoka. Yeah, so the, yep. that's the thing. Yep, yep, yep. Now, um, so that was Kaide, right? Toma Koga, we already went through. It has to be honest with yourself, right? Nodoka mm-hmm. was being honest with her older sister about the 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 resentment she felt living in her shadow. Yeah, it was that realization, yeah. right? That was a good one. I like that a lot. Like not not at the time, but in retrospect, I like. In that retrospect, it's very good. But I, that's the reason why I'm not talking about it is because like we all kind of like know that one, right? And yeah. like the more deep one is the one you're talking about, Futaba. Mm-hmm. The contradiction of Futaba, because Futaba is like interesting, because it's the contradiction of like who she is and what she hates about her, and her, that she hates herself, right? Yeah, and it's that fear of that because like, she was like, okay, yeah, like no, she she hates her body, she hates all this stuff, right? And she makes these two friends and like uh, Yume and Sakata, right? And Yume goes, gets a girlfriend. Sakata goes, gets a girlfriend. And now she's like, well, will they still be my friends afterwards, right? Yeah. All that stuff, right? And then, like... Well, she was in love with Yuma, too. She was. Which she was didn't help. It didn't help at all, right? And then, like, um, let, and then Futaba started doing that stuff to, like, gain attention, like, or, like, validate her attention or something like that, right? I'm not going to speak exactly what it is, right? And then, like, um... It led to the two photos being created in the world, right? And, like, they both kind of just knew, like, they understand, like, they, it's, like, the self-hatred part of herself, right? Because she still said, like, I, I hate myself and, like, all that, like, for the longest time, right? And, like, I think the best part about the realization is, like, at the end, it was more, like, just about being honest with herself to fix the problem, right? Because mm-hmm. it was, like, um, it was when Ponytail Futaba was, like... It, when she feel that like oh like you guys like oh I have like all this stuff where like, you now you both now have girlfriends and like um I'm just alone like I'm alone, all that stuff and and Sakata's like well oh, that's fucking stupid I'm gonna prove why right and Yuma comes rushing over and it's like oh Futaba's in pain or something yeah. like that right 
And but I, he ran through, or he he rode through the rain to to get to her and find where she was hiding. No, no, that was Sakata riding for the rain to get to. Yeah. Her. No, no, no. I'm talking about Yuma. To Futaba, right? No, Yuma rode through the night, but it wasn't raining yet. And then no, the, but like I thought no, Sakuta no, rode through the night. Yeah, that was that. Or not through the, the night, through the rain. Through the rain, but that was Fine. later afterwards when uh, Glasses Futaba's like, well, you don't need me. You only need like the fun Futaba. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. So it was still Futaba, just different Futaba. Yeah, and it's like kind of like that's understanding. Like you just have to be honest with yourself, right? Because I think you know that yeah. moment, like when uh, glasses for towel and didn't, like went hiding and like sucked a road for the rain, and she was like, yeah, like even though this man's his like, girlfriend now, and like went to see fun for towel, he's to like put himself in more danger for me, right? Mm-hmm. I love the fact another that, like grand sacrifice by grand Sakata. sacrifice. I love the fact that a little rain like seems to always lead to anime characters fainting. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's a lot of like that's a tough ride though. Like it's in like a middle of like a typhoon, sure, yeah. fine. But like yeah, so like Rasko's weird. Rasko's like it's it touches on like such it touches on these concepts in a way that's supernatural but understandable mm-hmm. like, everything makes sense when you break it down it's either something that you can personally relate to or you know it's someone who can relate to it right yeah it's very very familiar issues like very atypical like teenage concerns and problems which yeah. i thought was good because like they're teenagers you they're know teenagers. Like, these are these are things that they should be going through yeah or not should be but like these but, are the typical problems of a teenager, and so that's something people can relate to on maybe not a universal level, but like on many levels. On so. many levels, yeah. And I think what separates this from like a lot of other animes that do these kind of stuff, right, is that a lot of this is also just based on just really great, solid relationships. Mm-hmm. Everyone, there were very well defined relationships in this show. Yeah. Like they're all so like a lot of them are supportive. Even what's her name, Saki, right? Comes from a place of extremely misguided supportiveness. Mm-hmm. That's like you must. Mm-hmm. Everyone it. wants. Everyone seems to want the best for everybody, but nobody really knows how to reach that point. Yeah, and like that's why I'm like kind of like I w- I want more for this, right? Like the movie the movie is fantastic i love the movie mm-hmm. and i've got to sing praise for the movie you should go watch it because that's spent a whole hour talking about uh they're driving the mysteries of high school shocker right right and like all that hard deal right and like after that right there's still more books that come out and all that stuff and like i want more anime for that but like it might be the thing that makes me go buy the light nova instead right if i'm never yeah. gonna get more conclusion to that, you know what I mean? Yeah. It just doesn't seem like big enough a show to warrant more, even though it was, like, very good and rates very highly. Like, it's an 8.29 on my anime list, which is... Not a big enough show. It's ranked popularity number 59. What you say? Oh, you know what? Yeah. Re- popularity number 59, like, overall ranking 236, so... That's, like, over the top, like, then 10 or, like, the whatever, right? So it's sitting at an 8.29. Mm-hmm. Over eight hundred thirty-five thousand reviews, almost thirty-six. Yeah. So, like, it's just—it's not that it's—it doesn't seem. It it seems like like okay, in for new information presented, it seems big enough, but it doesn't seem uh, like the it, kind of series that would get too much more. Well, because the the best way I can put it is the movie finished in the perfect spot. Oh, uh, so like continuing it would be a little like su- superfluous. It, it, it's not superfluous. Like continue. It's like that's a good way to put it. You know? Okay. Um, highly, highly random, but I think you get it. You know, strangers. You've watched Stranger Things, the first season. Okay, then I can't use that as an example because you want to watch the classic. First Classic. But thank you, Jodo. I was going to say, like, you know, for everyone else, first season of Stranger Things, I maintain that Stranger Things should have ended after season one, or it should have been a apology series with a different cast every season, right? But right. Season two and season three are still good, but it's just not the same magic as season one. Ah. 
that's kind of like the thing I I kind of get with like if Rascal was to continue, right? It's kind of like this was the show. It's done the message, the plot, and everything. It's another anime work I we currently watching. I while I very enjoy. I don't know. Haikyuu is different. Haikyuu, I, I, I thought that you see it's very good. I, I think I know what you mean, where it's like the show feels like it should be finished at this point. It like it doesn't, like, like you want like more, finished. but it doesn't feel like there's more story to tell with these characters. Yeah. Oh, like with this cast of characters. Yeah. I would love to see like another like concept of this. Not that I've seen the movie yet, but it's like, okay, here's... Here's like a less lovable cast of characters almost where they're they're more inclined to I almost said like or self-sabotage. Self-sabotage is the word I was looking for. Yeah. So it's not so much like, I don't know oh, if I want to see a different cast of characters, just because I like the banter that all the characters have for each other, right? Yeah. What if they just moved on to like a series where it's Kaide helping like, like you go from like a shonen version of this to a, a sign-in version of this, where it's like Kaide's in high school, Sakuta's gone and moved off, like with his life, and then Kaide's like restarted. She's established in high school, and she's still trying to like, like let's say the first arc is her dealing with her own puberty syndrome again, where Panda Kaide kind of comes back intermittently. Yeah. I don't know. I'm kind of guessing. This is just well, me just throwing stuff out there. Time. I yeah, I get what you mean. I don't know. That's I don't just, know. Just like a thought. It's just a thought, but like, yeah. Anyway, I don't know what I was trying to do with my point. Yeah, whatever. I think I just it's also like my also another argument I'm gonna say. Rask is also one of those shows where it's like, it's I think it's a very good show, but mm-hmm. I think all these certain people will love it. And the reasons why we love it are stuff that are easily influenced. It's not like it's not like the plot's the main reason you love it. Like I said, I love the characters, I love the dialogue, I love the relationships, right? Yeah. In in the end of how the puberty syndromes are always solved are very relatively straightforward, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well they're not particularly like the solution is always difficult but like once they figure it out it kind of makes sense like it all tracks it's like oh well like self-conscious that nobody liked my for who she was but for the work she did or like her body or whatever so she puts herself into a situation yeah like reflecting that in the bunny girl suit and then they solve it by being like hey like you can keep doing what you love but like kind of set those boundaries with your mother, you know? Yeah. Stuff like that. Like, Futaba nothing like, oh, no one likes me. No, sh- no, dumbass. We, you have no. great friends that yeah. love you. Dummy, your friends will be there for you whenever you need them. Freaking, yeah. freaking dummy. Frick. Koga being like, you have to just be honest with yourself, you know? Nanoka being like, yeah. you just have to talk to your big sister, you know? It's all... Tell them there is, like, like, like tell people there are issues there, you know? You know, that's the thing, like... This is hard to say because you haven't watched the Pet Go Soccer yet. Mm-hmm. Rascal is the is the is of course it's the better version of the Pet Go Soccer, right? But Rascal is like the more developed understanding of what I think he was trying to go for to try to deliver in the Pet Go Soccer. Mm. And like, like I said earlier, well, I don't know if it's going to be in the episode itself or off air, but like the Pet Go Soccer is the best anime you never remember watching. Yeah, well, I think you even mentioned that in the the other episode we recorded today our 2021 uh, recap maybe i don't remember maybe. <laughs> i don't know whatever I, I i talk a lot of shit sometimes so like yeah oh and that was just a bull like 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 uh a shoot the breeze episode so it was it's a like, okay breeze. we talked about a lot of things in there i think at the end of the day rascal is it's going to be one of my favorite enemies out there right like like i mentioned shows. when we did a recording for whichever show right i watched 11 or the 11 of the episodes in like Three days. Yeah. This is also what happens to While you're working. Kids. Yeah. Yeah. So I get home. That's like all you like, did. Okay, I'm watching I'm watching Rasko now. That's all yep. I did. That's the best. I, that's going to be me when we watch Gurren Logan, though. I'm just going to be like, okay, I'm watching Gurren Logan again. Let's go. Yeah. No. So, like, that's my that's my my piece. I love this show. I think it's mm-hmm. absolutely phenomenal. It's great. They did a really good job. Like, I, I'm probably going to watch the movie. I, I, like, I only gave the show, like, a seven on my anime list. Yeah. I mean, it's a nine for me. Yeah, 
And I mean, like it could have been an eight, but like I said, like it was like an, almost an inverse, like it was like a sandwich, like like the start and the end. I didn't really care for, but like the middle, the middle was like my favorite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't really have much more to say about Rascal because you, I, I feel like you encapsulated a lot of the things we wanted to talk about like really well. So I was just like, yeah, yeah, that's that's absolutely agreed. I don't have yeah. anything else to add, but agreed. Like sometimes I I come through here and like spit actual deep philosophical shit and like speak about like how these shows affect me and sometimes I'm just like ooh pretty pew 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 anime me piece. watching Gurren Logan me watching most mecha anime actually most mecha Dude, if yeah. we if we ever do land of the Lush, land of the lotus or yeah the things crowns land of the lotus it's gonna be like two and a half hours of me talking about it itself right. Oh hell yeah! If we ever do like an episode of like SSSSS dies, you know it's gonna be something insane because I have a lot of stuff I want to talk about. SSSS. Hell yeah! Stuff I mean, we could. Our schedule's not that like that, that locked in. We've already changed it once. So. We've changed it once. I know, like, like this is just giving a heads up for the future. Whatever next is going next, right? Because we've got Haiku coming up next, right? Mm-hmm. That's a variable anime. Like, don't worry, I'm not gonna go super deep into like this the philosophy and nature of sports and anime. How dare. Shit like I mean, that. you could. There's a lot to sports that I mean doesn't really get covered a whole lot. You know, it not in the first season of Haikyuu. That's fair. Is there a second uh, season of Haikyuu? There's like four seasons. There's four seasons of Haikyuu. Hell yeah, yeah. dude. It's just That's rough. sick. I didn't even realize. And the OVAs and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, we still have the anime, the winter season and stuff we have to do as well, right? My Hero Academia season one. I season one is not going to be the season that I go deep into like the philosophical nature of uh, superheroes in My Hero Academia. That's touch more like season two, three, and four, right? Yeah, like it's just not something that needs to be talked about like immediately. I guess. Yeah. Or, like, yeah. it doesn't really present itself, like, early in My Hero Academia. It doesn't. K-On was dropping, but K-On was, was honestly just going to be a light, fluffy fun. Because it's a light, fluffy yeah. fun show. And okay, then, so we only have one episode in in February. Uh-oh. Well, we've got the bonus episode. But whatever. And then we no, also, yeah, like, I just realized. We'll figure it out. It's fine. We'll figure it out. This is still the Mecha Coach episode. And top of I'm excited for Mecha March. Can we just extend Mecha March? Can we just <laughs> tack on additional like like a short mecha it's a mecha that i do I like maybe a movie it. oh it's okay you know, this is no longer here nor there for the episode so let's uh, let's dip out let's yeah go. thank you everybody for listening to another episode we appreciate y'all and we love y'all yeah catch us next week or last week or whatever the fuck we're dropping the bonus episode of 2021 oh, with you what? sooner the better but i mean we'll figure it out i might edit it i don't know who I, does I don't know. all right y'all. bye everybody Bye. Bye.